Hello, hello, hello from wherever and whenever you may be listening. This is another episode of The Rambler and the Gambler. It's Kevin, joined by, not Dan this week, by Ryan. Ryan, welcome back to the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Dan, congrats on the new little one. Just throwing that out there real quick. Yes, Dan is not with us because he became a father for the third time. Well, I guess you're only a father once. He had his third child this past (laughs) week, so uh, he is taking the week off to dad it up, so congratulations to him and uh, my sister-in-law. But uh, let's get back to football. Week 11. I feel like I start the pot off every way, the same way every week with Dan saying, I can't believe we're on week whatever, and here we are, cruising right into Thanksgiving, week 11. But uh, as I said last week... I feel like things are starting to clear up. I feel like the, uh, what was the analogy I used last week? I feel like the jigsaw puzzle is starting to come together, and there's a few more pieces, one of them being my New York Giants looking like a professional football team for the first time in years. <laughs> but uh, before we get into all that, uh, obviously I think the biggest story from the, week, from the week, Ryan, is Drew Brees didn't go back in, he was hurting and it's like well that's weird and then you find out he's got what five fractured ribs and a a punctured lung yep three on each side i said crazy Uh, i mean whenever you see the words collapse lung like i don't know if that's just it it just makes it sound worse than it actually is or i mean god i can only imagine i I think it was i feel like collapse lung is like hospital bed like how are you walking around with a collapse i think it was more surprising that they were originally talking like at the end of the game they were originally talking oh yeah he'll be back next week we're going to send him in for MRIs and x-rays and stuff like that, but he'll be good. It, it, he's got six broken ribs. <laughs> like, I, I don't... How? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but we... Uh, you know, the Saints were able to pull that game out with, with Jameis in there. And the Jameis era is back. That's frightening. The fact that it's even an era I, I, is frightening to me. They should just not even waste their time. They should go with Taysom Hill. It it doesn't make sense to me. Why they got him in the first place doesn't make sense to me. For situations just like this. I mean, last year, uh, you know, Teddy came in, did his thing, got a big contract. Maybe Jameis can get himself back as a starting quarterback somewhere. But the obvious question is, do you think the Saints will be able to hold down the fort with Jameis? Because I'm pretty sure Teddy went like 4-0 or 5-0 and last year. I don't think he lost the game. I haven't looked at their schedule. I can almost guarantee you that they will not be four and zero or five and zero with. Well, with they got the Jameis. Falcons uh, this week and ne- this week and uh, two weeks from now. And uh, let me pull up who they have next week. I can't remember off the top of my head. Next week they have the Broncos. Okay. So Falcons, Broncos, Broncos. Yeah, Falcons, Broncos, Falcons. Not a murderer's row. No. No, lucky for them, um, but they are, they're in a race, it's not that they're running away with the division, I mean, Tampa Bay still, you know, tied for the top with them and everything like that, so they're not out of the woods yet, you know, if they if they have some rough go at with that stretch, it could be an issue later in the season. Yeah, last week one of my uh, predictions, and this will be a theme of this pod because I was all over the map last week, but last week one of my predictions was that uh, I, I, I didn't think the... Um, Saints or the Bucks. Everyone kind of crowned them as the two best teams in the NFC, and I'm not saying they're not right now. My concern was that their quarterbacks will get old, and I, necess- I didn't necessarily mean get injured. I meant you know, be 
less than 100% heading into, you know, December and January, obviously the most important time of year. What, what are your thoughts? Do you think the Saints are still the team to beat? And could this be a blessing in disguise that Drew, Drew Brees gets a couple weeks off and gets to come back uh, maybe fresh down the stretch? What are your thoughts on the Saints? Still the team to beat in the NFC? Or are you going somewhere else? I, I, pick, I picked the, the, the Saints before the season started, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay my hat with them still. I hope they can get through this stretch. Um, we keep saying three weeks, four weeks. Like I said, I don't know how severe. I've never had broken ribs or a collapsed lung, but to me, well, that, thank goodness, that doesn't really sound like I want to be hit by a professional football player having that. So, you know, they they wear those what, what they call them the flak jackets or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, to protect yeah, the it's ribs like bulletproof like vest, pretty much. And, and obviously, that's what an offensive line is supposed to be for, but. Realistically, I, I I wouldn't rush Drew back. So we'll see where they are in a couple of weeks and see how he's healing up and everything like that. But I still like the I still like the Saints. They're a good team without him. I still think so. We'll we'll see. But it's it, we haven't really gotten a clear picture of the Bucks yet either. Though they're up and down. They you know th- this week will be a good a good uh, precursor for it. They're playing the Rams on Monday night. That I think that's a potential. Uh, playoff implication kind of game so we'll see how they handle this on monday we will we will anything else on the uh on the saints no 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 i, I like i, I said I'm, i still I, I still would i still would have started Taysom hill but that's we'll see how how short of a leash they're gonna have Jameis on honestly yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting for sure because obviously they always mix Taysom hill in do they mix him in more do they keep it the same do they? Well, I, I wouldn't say they start him, but I don't know. Sean Payton's creative. I I don't think they would go as extreme as one series, one guy, one series, the other. But to your point, yeah, solid backup that you can go with, and you're not, you know, pulling a Hall of Famer. You're pulling Jameis. So, <laughs> uh, I still don't think the Saints get to come out of the NFC, but I just like to be. Uh, to win a division or out of the NFC for are we out of the Super Bowl? NF- out of the NFC. You're talking Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't think they're there. That if that's what you're asking, yeah, I, I no, absolutely not. I, I I think I think the Packers are are front runner right now for the NFC. See, that's who I'm pivoting to. You know that that was my thought. Um, I I do like the the NFC West. I feel like the this game tonight, the the Seahawks Cardinals, this could potentially be a division clinching kind of game. We'll see. We talked about it earlier. I, I like the Seahawks tonight. You like the Cardinals tonight. So we'll we'll see. That's we, not a best bet by any stretch of the imagination. But right. We'll see where tonight goes because this is going to be a telling game, I think. The first time they played each other was very entertaining, so I'm hoping for a, oh, yeah. a part two. Absolutely. Yeah, so uh, one of my, my other picks was the Eagles to win the NFC, which I think I'm going to have to – pivot off of because I said the Giants would win or I'm sorry I said whoever won that Giants Eagles game would win the NFC East so I'm going to stick with the Giants here and uh I kind of like the Packers as an under the radar team in the NFC so you're not taking the Giants to come out of the NFC no just out of the (laughs) NFC East just to just Just, to be clear just checking I mean until next week no I'm I'm, (laughs) uh, the Packers were my second team behind the Eagles I thought the Eagles might have been that sneaky team that got healthy and made a run. They got a bunch of guys back last week, but uh, I think they're flawed more than I uh, originally thought, and I couldn't be happier about it. Anyway, back to what you said about tonight's game. 
Cardinals Seahawks. We got a log jam in the NFC West, and I mean, how about that Hail Murray, as they're all calling it, uh, pass to I mean, where do we even start with this game? I, I got to be honest. That's the first time I've heard that Hail Murray, and it actually is very funny to me. I think that's great. Oh no, I've, and it, I heard it all over the place. I, I can't. So that's the I can't first time say, I've heard it. That's I can't great. say I originated that. That's great, but anyway, so I, that nothing made me happier about that. Because I had the Bills plus three, so I still won that bet. And I'm a Dolphins fan, as many of our listeners know. Yes. So the fact that that was a loss for the Bills there made it twice as nice for me. So I, I enjoyed that. And it was a hell of a catch. I mean, that was just to go up. They, they say you're supposed to catch the ball at, at its highest point. Hopkins out jumped those guys by a good foot and a half. Hopkins is crazy. Hopkins I mean, is not like six four. No, he's not. And he just he just catches the ball in traffic. Yeah, that's his thing. And the fact that he came down with it too, like that. You can, yeah, he's not. You a, can go get it. That's one thing to come down with three guys all over you and still hold it. That that yeah, is I impressive. mean, he's not a burner like uh, Odell Beckham. He's not uh, like six three, six four like Julio Jones. He's just. Strong with the ball, makes catches in traffic, great hand control, hand strength, the whole deal. Incredible. I mean, that that was probably the game of the year. Very entertaining, back and forth. Bills kind of, I thought they pissed it away, and then they scored late, and then you thought they were going to be okay. And then he catches the ball with one second left. One thing, you know... We've talked about analytics on this pod most of the season with, uh, you know, going for two and what are they doing. I had a whole rant one week when, like, four teams just blew my mind. I mean, the Eagles do it every single week. <laughs> but I – what are your thoughts on this? So, obviously, they scored the touchdown. There was one second left, right? Made it 32-30. Logic would say you kick the extra point and make it 33-30. However – if they block the kick and run it back, that's two points for the Bills. So then it would be 32-32. If you just kneel on at the two-point conversion, so now I'm thinking, like, well, now you can lose. But with one second left, you're either going to lose on a crazy, you know, 30 lateral kickoff return for a touchdown <laughs> or another Hail Mary coming the other way. So there's no way a field goal with one second left is going to beat you. So I'm like, hmm, okay. I don't know. I, I I feel like we're overthinking the room. I must I must have being that you said that I, I I have to look again. But I thought that they were down by five. It was thirty to twenty six. Okay, so they were down by four. The, yeah. Okay, so yeah, that that's that's why I got it wrong. I didn't realize that they went for two. So that that's like I said, I work on Sundays, so it's kind of difficult for me. But um, I try to get my facts straight. So. If you're there, if you're telling me you're watching it, so at that point, I, I'm just gonna say that they were so stunned by the fact that they just got a wing and a prayer that maybe they thought karma would be a bitch and on the next play, you know, they'd give it right back. But I, I couldn't tell you. To me, that would make no sense. I would. I didn't the, understand it. I didn't understand it at first, and then I, I put it together. I mean, I. When was the last time you saw an extra point get blocked and run back for two by the other team? Like, I can't. It was... I'm trying to think of whether it was college or whether it was... It's not a common thing, and I'm almost it has, positive. It was, it was like two weeks ago. That's why I'm, I'm trying to figure this. I remember seeing... But not it. in the NFL. No, I guess I was going to say, I, I don't think I've seen it happen this year. 
Well, they are supposed to be professionals, Kevina, but we all know that special I, teams is one of the. Uh... I get it that there's a <laughs> yeah. I get it that there's a bigger risk in the NFL because obviously you're kicking the extra points from further away. College, it's still the chip shot, but I don't know. Crazy game. Who do you think wins the NFC West? Because obviously all three teams are now six and three. Well, I I had them before the season started. I had the Seahawks. Actually, no, I had the 49ers. That's a lie. So I had the Seahawks coming in second. Uh, so I'm going to bump them up. I think the Seahawks, and like we talked about, uh, I, I'm on the Seahawks tonight. So I think that this game will get them a game up. And I think that the Rams are going to have a tough game on their hands on Monday night. Um, so that that'll, th- this will log jam it, will we'll break the dam per se for at least a week. And I think that Seattle's been playing rough the last couple weeks. I think they're due for a nice stretch run here. And I, I like Russell. He's got the uh I experience on it. He had a rough couple games, but he's he's gonna he's gonna turn it up again. Yeah, I mean I kinda lean Seattle too, just because of Russell Wilson, but I mean like my god, that defense is so terrible. Bad. Terrible. And I keep waiting for it to uh you know, not be the eighty five Bears, but at least turn around and be, you know, somewhat competitive, but I feel like Russell is starting to press a little bit. He's he's trying to be perfect because he kind of feels he has to be. I mean, I think it's been well documented on this pod. I I don't like Jared Goff. I don't trust him whatsoever. Yeah, you picked but him I, up. But I feel it. Like, sorry, fantasy football. <laughs> and he didn't even throw a touchdown pass no, against didn't. the Seattle Seahawks. No. So fuck him. <laughs> but I I trust the Rams' defense the most, and the Cardinals. I feel are just that young team that's you know frisky, but kind of a year away. They are but fun I to could, watch, man. But I, yeah. Absolutely, I could be a hundred percent wrong. So I, I'm still leaning Seahawks, but like as every week when I watch that defense, I'm like I'm I'm getting further and further away from it because obviously the first place you tend to look is the quarterback position. But you know, but we're finding the, the, that Kyler Murray's say, no slouch. I was gonna say there's only one guy, and you know, obviously there's a whole other side of the ball. So I don't know. It, Maybe it is the Rams. Maybe Goff does enough to not fuck up and, you know, the defense, uh, you know, kind of carries them. But I'm going to stick with the Seahawks, too. Speaking of weird analytic plays, Nick Chubb probably had, I don't know, I guess you love him or hate him. I would imagine more people have the Browns than the Texans in that game, so... Obviously, three and a half, four. I saw some four and a halves uh, as the game got closer to kickoff. Browns were down up 10 7. He breaks one for, what, 50, 55 yards and then runs out of bounds of the one so that they can kneel at the clock. Once again, I, I feel like we're kind of outthinking the room here a little bit. If he scores that touchdown, it's 17 to 7. Well, you know what? We'll even say they missed the extra point because it was windy in Cleveland. And I had over 20 and a half points in the second half. So knowing my luck, they probably would have missed the extra point because that would have been 20 on the nose. Anyway, let's say it's 16-7. There was 59 seconds left, uh, give or take a second. Uh, 59 seconds sticks out in my head for some reason. Left in the game when he scored that touchdown. So that means you're telling me that Houston Texans, who just got a garbage touchdown late, who hadn't scored all afternoon, and it's whipping winds and crappy weather in typical Cleveland, would have to come down, kick a field goal, or or score a touchdown, then recover an onside kick, which almost never happens in the NFL anymore with the new rules, and then have to come down again and score. It's like, guys, I get it. You want to run out the clock, but 
Come on. Am I simplifying this too much, or are they overthinking it? These analytics are... They're a little too cute for my liking. I I think they're over... I think I've made that relatively clear over the past couple weeks. It's just... I mean, they're... I feel like they're almost becoming more more harmful than good. You're you're overthinking it to an extreme degree that one of these times is going to come back and bite him in the ass. I mean, we... Oh, I'm now I'm blanking on the game, but I think it was college again. But there was a game where they got too cute and then they came back and lost in overtime or something like that, but whatever. The, the, analytics are great to a degree, but... Make, but you can't overthink. I was going to say, it makes you, um, uh, you know, it makes you, uh, I wouldn't say rethink, but maybe just, you know, think from a new perspective, which, you know, I'm all about thinking, uh, you know, seeing the other side, I guess you can say, not just being like, oh, I know football, like whatever that's supposed to mean, right? But, yeah, I think they're overdoing it. It's just like, guys, just score the damn touchdown. And, like, yes, obviously I'm saying that because I had money on the game, but I had no money on the um, other game, the Bills-Cardinals game, and I don't know. I think it's stupid, so whatever. Nick Chubb screwed over millions of... Millions. Or I shouldn't say screwed over. I should say changed over millions and millions of dollars because... I don't know who was back in the Texans on the road only getting three points, but, uh, you know, I was fortunate to bet that early in the week and get it at three, so I only pushed, but still, very frustrating. I had Houston as part of my parlay. I, <laughs> I had the over. So I that warned was, you about that. That was a joke to begin with, but I, I hit part of it, but we know in parlay land that uh, doesn't count for anything, so. All right couple other topics before we get into week 11 uh ryan if you were uh i'm surprised we didn't start with this topic (laughs) how elated are you as a dolphins fan i have not been this excited to watch the little football that i can and see my team on in the win column over and over and over again six and three game out of first we could be potentially tied for first after this week because Buffalo's got the bye this week. Have you, have you ordered a Tua jersey yet? You know, I, I wanted to have one on draft night, of course, but, you know, then COVID and all that good stuff. So I have not yet purchased one, but it's definitely in my in my future. But uh, it's just nice. It's nice to be positive for once. Our defense is clicking. I haven't seen our defense play like this in 15 years um, since the Jason Taylor, Zach Thomas era. And you got young guys, and they're just the X Factor. Xavier Howard's just playing his ass off, and they're just they're playing defense to a degree that's just keeping their offense on like coast mode almost because it's yeah their defense has scored and a lot of touchdowns, return touchdowns, special team touchdowns. They're doing that. They're doing all the things that make life easier on the offensive side for especially for having a rookie quarterback now right good good way to ease him in it's it's surprising me like i said i i thought they were going to go over the number of wins this year anyway but the fact that we're almost there already and we're in week 11 that's awesome and i think we're going to get another win this week um 
but it, you know we have the longest win streak in the NFL right now. Whoa! We're, we're I think the Steelers have the longest win streak the, uh, in the NFL. Yeah, you got me there. That's true. I didn't even. Yeah, <laughs> minus the Steelers. Sorry, um, who are nine zero. I'm still waiting to pop that champagne cork this year. Um, I haven't looked at their schedule. I'm hoping I get the opportunity to. What but, you and the seventy two dolphins? Me and the seventy two dolphins every year. We we have our nice little uh, I chat. I didn't know you guys were buddies. Yeah, we're best friends. But um, yeah, no, it, it's it's all positive from the uh, from the Dolphins standpoint for me. Do the Dolphins win the AFC East? If you would have asked me at the beginning of the year, I would have laughed in your face. I would I wouldn't even even have asked the question at the beginning of the year. But I'm going to be honest with you, knowing that their schedule, we talked about it the other a couple weeks ago. They, I, I had them at potentially ten and six, eleven and five at the at this rate. I think that's uh, week seventeen is going to determine this the division. I am hell bent on that. We play the Bills. It, that's going to be the division winner. Whoever wins that game. You lost to the Patriots, right? So your division record is what one and two. You beat the Jets. As of right now, it's one and two. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, it should be interesting. I'm. I won't say I'm not buying the hype. I think the Dolphins will make the playoffs, and I feel like you know, obviously, growing up, probably big reason why you were a Dolphins fan was they were always kind of good growing up, and I feel like it's better when they are good, uh, just the NFL as a whole. But I believe that two is getting a little too much hype right now. He's been good, but I feel like he hasn't had to do much because of what we touched on earlier. And I'm not saying he can't. I'm just saying I don't really think he has. Now, in that Cardinals game, he had a couple of drives and stuff, but uh, I'm excited, and Dan and I talked about this, that this could be a very special draft class with uh, Burrow, Herbert, and Tua. No one looks like a bust at this point. Once again, very small sample size, but I am enjoying kind of watching you know a little bit more each week and I'm excited to see what he can do because everyone says that he's you know smaller and he's got to be deadly accurate with the ball because he's not as fast and athletic as say uh, Lamar Jackson and obviously he's got an injury history so you know he's got to be careful with running around in general but from a guy that has got no skin in the game I actually enjoy just watching him and kind of seeing him is it is it fair to compare the three new guns to the three of years past with the Eli Ben and Rivers conversation because I'll tell you what if these three can put up the numbers that those three have and the success that those three have I'll take that any day and I hope two is on a good side of it because you know we'll see I mean, it absolutely can be. I'm obviously not going to crown that anyone now. Right. But, yeah, it could be one of those uh, one of those great draft classes. Who knows? And they are all in the AFC, so they could play each other, you know, pretty frequently. Yeah. Anything else on the Dolphins you'd like to? I hope the train keeps rolling. That's about it. Yeah, man. I think Brian Flores is... Looking at coach of the year at this point, uh, or Mike Tomlin. Yeah, we keep forgetting about the uh, the, so the pedestrian nine the, and zero. Yeah, the pedestrian nine and zero. Um, so, are you concerned about the New England Patriots with their impressive win Sunday night against the Baltimore Ravens? A, 
are you concerned that the Patriots can catch you? B, we'll answer that question first. We'll get to B. Will the Patriots catch the Dolphins? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I, they're, we'll they're, just we'll just end that there. I, I don't think so. Yeah, they're they're two they're two games out. I think there there's too many parts missing there. And I I have I have in my notes here that they showed a fight for the first time in weeks. I mean they they showed shades of against the Jets, but the, the fact that they needed you know almost sixty minutes to come back against the Jets, uh, that's frightening to me. But yeah. uh, you know I mean I think that uh. They're a shade of what they were. I, I don't think they have it, so I'm not worried about them, to be perfectly honest. Okay. Yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, last week we... Or maybe two weeks ago. No, it was last week because we were talking about the 6-3 and three teams. I think the Dolphins will, will get in there. And I think the Raiders will get in there. I don't think the uh, Browns will. Oh, I wanted to get back to the second part of my question. Ravens kind of had them as a shoo-in for the playoffs. Obviously, the Steelers look like they're going to win that division now. I think that's quite clear. But I, you know, when we were breaking down playoff teams, when we do occasionally, it was always, yeah, like almost kind of penciling the Ravens in as that number five seed, that first wild card. And I don't know, they struggled recently. So they at seven and two or six they're six and, and three now. now. They're six and three now. What are your thoughts on the Ravens? I think that their defense has been playing well. And I know you guys touched on it last week. Defense is still very important in the NFL. Um Yes, especially, especially as the weather as we, starts to turn. Yeah, yes. I was gonna say, especially as we get closer to prime time playoff runs and all that good stuff. So their defense is still good Lamar Jackson is showing us that he is a one-trick pony now he is a running quarterback he when he gets pressured to the point where he has to throw the ball he he doesn't make the passes it he's a one dimensional quarterback that if you stack eight in the box against him teams are going to understand that there are ways of beating these you know beating the Ravens and that's the way to do it and I think that he's he's exposing himself to a lot of criticism from one year to the next, and I, he's not showing that he can handle the, the pressures of passing situations. Yeah, it's funny. He was calling out, kind of calling out the offensive coordinator, saying that uh, the defense is calling out their plays. But it's like, dude, the playbook's limited because of you. Like, that's what you guys do. So, you know, they lost their left tackle. um, What's his name? Ronnie Stanley, which is obviously a big loss for a team that just likes to run the football. I I like Lamar. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to shit on Lamar, but I, I feel like he is kind of limited. And I, I never, I don't know, I never really bought into, even when they were 14-2 last year, when they lost their first playoff game, was I shocked? Mm, I'll say I was surprised. I, I don't know if I was shocked. But I, I don't know, like, whenever, I feel like, maybe I'm old school, right? I feel like whenever there's a new gimmick that comes along, it always goes back to throwing the ball from the pocket, getting pressure on the quarterback from the defensive standpoint, and not turning the ball over. And running the football, defense, the line play. And you gotta be able to throw the ball. There's gonna be a time, probably in the playoffs, where you're down 10 nothing. 
and you got to be able to come back, and he's shown time and time again that the Ravens are a bully team, that they get up and they can pound you into the ground with running the football. Great schemes. Obviously, you got the quarterback as a threat, good offensive line, but when it comes time for a drop-back pass game, it's not it's not his MO. I couldn't agree more. And until it is your MO or until it is a part of your game, I don't see them going anywhere. And that's another reason why I don't like the Patriots cuz they're in the exact same situation. Cam Newton cannot throw the ball and he's a running quarterback and that's what for 3 or 4 weeks straight when they when they were on that run of losses, people were stacking the box and it was working. So, it it's it's not they, rocket science. That's one of those analytics where if you follow it enough where you're going to see that you still going to make the playoffs? Who? The, Baltimore. Yes. Yeah, they got a big game this week against Tennessee. Those are two six and three teams. I wouldn't call it a uh, a loser leaves town match, but uh, I wouldn't think so. But if the log jam last, continues, I was gonna say after last Thursday, you know Tennessee might <laughs> be in that wild card spot instead of in that division spot, and you know a loss to the Ravens would obviously hurt that hurt the cause of yep. tiebreakers. All right. Real quick before we get into this week, I want to get your feedback on some of my uh, over-the-map predictions last week. So we touched on the Eagles one. Touched on the Eagles. I had the Giants, Vikings, and Dolphins to make the playoffs, and the Patriots to miss. I'm sticking by all of that. I now think the Giants make the playoffs. Have you seen the Eagles' schedule? I... I haven't seen it. I remember you going over it last week. I couldn't tell you exactly who they have, but I know it wasn't fun. That's for sure. There was not a... Uh, we'll, we'll, I, I couldn't find a lot of wins on there. When I was going to say, we'll, we'll play that game again. Yeah. I feel like this weekend is very important as they head into Cleveland, which is another kind of Jekyll and Hyde team. But the reason I say that this game, this weekend, is important is because... Obviously, they're at Cleveland, right? So, what do you say, Ryan? Win or loss? Just pick. pick. I, well, I, I have written down it. It's not one of my best bets. I, I, this is another free, I didn't bet this game either. Another, so. another freebie from me. Um, I, I have written down Cleveland steamroll. I think Cleveland's going to blow the... A Cleveland steamer. A Cleveland steamroll. <laughs> they're going to blow out the Eagles this week. Okay, so if that happens, and I didn't tell Ryan to say this because I hate the Eagles... That's three six and one. Then their next four games are Seattle loss at Green Bay loss New Orleans loss. Well, we'll see what what the quarterback situation at is Arizona. Like, yeah, they're zero and four there. I or one and three to to be to be generous. Yeah, so that will put them at four nine and one. <laughs> and then even if they beat Dallas and Washington, that's six nine and one. I feel like the Giants could be seven and nine. If call six, me crazy. If six nine and, and one gets you in the playoffs, hosting a playoff, something game. is incredibly wrong. I, I mean, I know I we talked about it maybe a month ago where I saw an article that somebody was saying at like the most craziest scenario, one of the teams out of the NFC East could win the division with four wins. Stop. And I saw that, and I I said to myself, if this happens, they need to revamp something with the playoff situation. I hate because, to say it, but I mean that <laughs> that would just be. I I hate to say it, but the NFC East has two wins outside the NFC East this year. That wonky Dallas win against the Falcons that should have never happened. Yeah, and then the Eagles beat. 
the 49ers earlier in the year. That's it. The Giants' three wins are Washington twice and the Eagles. The uh, Washington wins are Dallas and Philly. Uh, one of Dallas's wins came against the Giants. I mean, it's it's bad. Yeah. It is bad. I... But, hey, that's the rules. We're playing by the rules. Hey, you know, they have to play JV football somewhere, so. Hey, hey, hey. I guess this year it's the NFC East. They're taking that crown from the... Uh... I'm going to run through the Giants' schedule real quick. Go ahead. Just because I want to get your opinion on this. Please. They're on a bye this week. That's not a loss. That is not a loss. Next week, they're at Cincy. That's tough. That's tough. We'll see We'll see what Joe Burrow shows up that game. Okay. So you're calling it a loss? As you're raining in my parade? I'm sorry. I'm going to call that one a loss. What about at Seattle the week after? That's another... It's in Seattle, too. That's a, I think that's a loss. Go ahead. Home against the Cardinals? Oh. Yeah, that... that this it's yeah that I think that's a loss. These are these are rough games. Home against the Browns. I think they beat the Browns. At Baltimore. Will they stack the box? No, I I think Baltimore's got that one. Sorry. And then home against Dallas. You'll beat Dallas. Thanks. You're welcome. I think the Giants can beat the Bengals and Dallas and Cleveland, and. You know, Seattle's defense sucks. Russell Wilson's a pain in the ass. I get that. Arizona, at least it's at least it's uh, a home game. And then the Ravens, as we just mentioned, are kind of in a downward trend. So if they can sneak out one of those, that's seven wins. At Cincy, one of the other three I mentioned, beating Cleveland and Dallas at home. I'm going to quote Chris Berman. That's why they play the game. So... It could happen. I'm, not, I'm could more happen. optimistic the Giants are probably playing the best football in the NFC East, and we shall see. Agreed. Let's run through a couple of my other uh, best or crazy predictions. Yep. I still think the Vikings are going to make the playoffs. I, I think that they have a good run of... I looked at their schedule. I remember looking at their schedule, and they have some, I don't want to say cupcakes. But they're playing Dallas this week. They're playing Dallas. I know they got Chicago again coming up. Uh, they you like as you indicated last week. They already played their two games against Green Bay, so that that and they you know, split and they yeah. split. So that uh, you know that's out the window there. So that's great, and it, it's really going to come down to how whether they make the playoffs is going to come down to how this NFC West shakes out. I don't think three teams out of the West are coming into the playoffs, but you never know. Uh, we're only getting one from the East. Obviously, the division winner. That's it. Yeah, Packers and you, Vikings. Then you got the. I think that the and then Saints, Bucks and Saints are I, both the, in. Right, I think the Bucks and the Saints. There's three. Yeah, I said okay. this last so, week. Yeah, that I, I the, Yeah, Arizona and LA have to play each other twice. So those would be. I mean, all these NFC West games yeah. are you know incredibly important these days. So we'll see how that shakes out. Whether we, they are able to sneak in or not. We'll see. And when we already talked about the Dolphins and Pats, we don't need to right. go back to that. Yep. One of my other predictions was that Mahomes, who's getting LeBron, as we call it, because he's so goddamn good that it's like, oh, let's give it to someone else that's got a better story, like Russell Wilson. If you go on Fanduel today, Mahomes is now the favorite for MVP. Oh. And he had a buy last week. Yeah, that that's 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 so rough. And keep, I know. Keep your eye on that. I know Russell's had a couple rough weeks as as I say that he gets sacked. Um, he has, and like but, I said earlier, I feel like he's just pressing. I mean, yeah, there's I mean, not it, much out there. 
offensive lines and the Which is ironic, running backs he probably has, outside of DK and Tyler Lockett. I, I was mean, gonna there's say, really like not many phases that the Seahawks can hang their hat on. Agreed, agreed. But uh, you know, people are either sleeping on or have not been watching the Cardinals. How Murray is not in the conversation at least maybe top two. Oh my god, his his uh, mean, he, his odds went crazy. I think they went from like twenty five to one to like eight to one. Yeah, so, he's got to I mean, he's got to be up there. I still think, like you said, he's getting LeBron. Mahomes, he's still the favorite. If the Chiefs that, go fourteen and two and get the two seed, he's going to win it, even I if he gets the two seed. I think that they're going to the Super Bowl still. I'm not sold on the Steelers by any stretch. Um, if they go to the Super Bowl, I, I saw you had him as the MVP. It's hard nowadays to not have the quarterback be the MVP unless something drastically happens in the game. Dalvin Cook. Yeah. But, yeah. But yeah, you know what I'm saying. So right. like, like I, I, if they go to the Super Bowl, which I think they are, I, I think they will win it. Also, I'm I'm on that train with you. Um, yeah, I think he'll get MVP. I mean, don't so. be surprised if another quote-unquote narrative comes out. I mean, everyone was talking about Russell Wilson. He never got an MVP vote. He's having a great year. Whoever has, like, that hot start in September, October, I remember, um, you know, years back when uh, I was going to college with all my Eagles fans' friends, every year down in the McNabb would have, like, the most outrageous September in Andy Reid's offense, and then by December he was throwing the ball at people's feet. And he was just an average quarterback, and they lose in the playoffs. So whoever seems to carry that sort of, uh, you know, front runner in September when the weather's nice, usually doesn't pan out. I mean, he's got 20, he's got twenty five touchdowns and one interception. Yeah, and that, that kind of speaks for itself. Right. But. What What I'm wondering, kind of what you just touched on, like what does Dalvin Cook, what does Alvin Kamara, what does someone that's not a quarterback have to do to get a vote? You're talking Super Bowl MVP no, 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 or no, 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 we're no. talking MVP at the end of the year? Sorry, let me clear up. My prediction last week was that Patrick Mahomes would win the MVP of the league and the Chiefs would win the Super Bowl. Oh, not I see. I, I, that, I thought you had not, it. I mean, okay. if they win the Super Bowl, he'll probably get MVP, which is the point we're making right now that it's always about the quarterback. But I'm wondering, guys like, like I said, Alvin Kamara or uh, Dalvin Cook, I mean, maybe not Derrick Henry this year, but, you know, last year, especially in the playoffs, like... What do like? Well, it's fun. What what do these teams look like without these guys? I mean, Drew Brees is you know a Hall of Famer, whatever. But like, let's let's talk about Dalvin Cook for a minute. Like his quarterback's Kirk Cousins, so like clearly he's the guy carrying the load there. Yet you'd never hear his name even mentioned. Wow. So I'm just wondering, like, I'm going to mention it right now. Dalvin Cook is leading the league in rushing. Right, I'm and just saying, not, like, he's not going to win the MVP, though. And it's not by a lot over Derrick Henry, who you just nixed out of the conversation, but he's in the same he's in the same bracket. The two of them have a 250-yard difference between the two of them and third place in the rushing right now. Wow. So it's, it's, a, it's a drastic difference if these two were not on their teams. Um, what they have to do to be in the conversation we're in it we're in a a quarterback's world yeah i, I guess so. you could say i right. mean I, I don't really know another way to say it but it, it's 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 the year of the arm and then if you don't have the if actually i should say we're in the year of the mobile quarterback the the pocket quarterbacks are being phased out. Yeah, and, uh, Phil Rivers. Yeah, I mean, Breeze he gets hurt when he leaves the pocket. 
uh, or it collapses on him and his lung. But <laughs> bazing! Yikes! I went there. Um, but I mean, re- realistically, I, they're gonna have to. Is it is a two thousand yard season? I think that's something what Adrian like Peterson that. got I mean, when he won the MVP. I, I, it's got to be like something ridiculous like that. Yeah. I mean, they're they're almost at a, the two of them are almost at a thousand yards right now. Cook and Henry, they're like just a shade under. Yeah. But will they hit two grand? No, they, I don't. I don't see them getting another thousand yards in six weeks. But you never know. Like I said, shh, it could get crazy. Yep. You know they they could have two hundred yard games. We've seen both of them do it. Right. So it's a matter of what happens. But I I, I don't see I don't see it. You'd have to have a miracle season and. Yep. Uh, I don't know. It's not that they're having bad seasons by any stretch of the imagination, but. Yeah. All right. Um, other predictions. Saints and Bucks worry about their QBs coming old. We talked about that earlier. To be determined. Even more so now. Uh, Titans, Chiefs, AFC title game. I, think I, I like have, it. I think I have to walk that one back. I don't. I, I, I'm not. I Titans kind of remind me of the Seahawks that their defense is just so bad that, you know, we, we kind of, I mean, at least I do, and I think a lot of people do get caught up in the fantasy players, the Tannehill, be- the Derrick Henry, what they did last year, but their defense is like. I'm going to be honest with you. You say defense. I say special teams. True. Spe- last week, if you watched on Thursday night, last Thursday, that was the worst special teams game I've, I've ever seen. It was just problem after problem. Stephen Goskowski, please leave the league. You suck. You're not in New England anymore. You're garbage, and you should just retire, or you should get cut, and nobody should ever pick you up. Um, that's that's that. Their punter, I don't know what he does, but he's holding the ball way too long. He had a blocked punt. Another one, I, was there two block? I don't even know. If it was a block something. Two things went wrong back to back. And Oh, oh, their punter shanked a, a 15-yard punt. That's what it was. He punted one for yes, 15 yes, yards, yes. and then he had another one blocked. Right. I mean, you're, you're a professional punter. You, you have one job. Kick the damn ball. And Doesn't obviously he's not hard. doing it well. I mean, I could kick the ball 15 yards, and that's just me. So, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Last week was special teams. Uh, their defense, they'll be okay. I still think they're in the conversation for the AFC Championship game. I'm not giving up on them. You knew I well, was thanks. high. You knew thanks. I was I'm, high on uh, on I'm, them over, before the season started. So I'm not giving up. I on guess them. I'm more nervous than you. And then the last thing I said, unless I missed one, maybe you can correct me, is that I said I think the Raiders will be a a frisky playoff team. And you know I said that earlier that I think the Raiders will make the playoffs. So I uh, don't really need to go back and harp on that. A- anything else that uh, crazy I said last week that you wanna? Call me out on or no? Those those were the ones I I had written down that you were. Do you have some crazy bold prediction you'd like to make? I know I kind of put you on the spot here. Whether it's uh, an outside MVP candidate, a team to get hot late and make a run. Uh, you know, it's funny. I think I mentioned this last week, but like last year, the Chiefs. I think they were five and four. I mean, obviously Mahomes got hurt. He missed three, four games, I think, and. The Chiefs kind of defense got going. Mahomes came back, and they made a run, and they didn't lose a game until that Raiders game earlier this year. I guess that's what I was trying to do last week. We're trying to find that team that can get hot and make a run. I was I was way off on the Eagles. I mean, unless you know you got to be in it to win it, and if they back in at seven eight and one or six nine and one or whatever, you never know. But I don't know. Do, do do you have a team in either conference that you think is maybe under the radar a little bit that you think can get hot and 
and get going. I wouldn't even say that they're under the radar, but I, I'm going to make a prediction that the, like we said about the logjam in the NFC West, the Cardinals will sweep the L.A. Rams. Okay. And I think that the Cardinals will ultimately knock the Rams out of the playoffs. And the Vikings will get in. And they may get in because of it, but that that's a prediction I'm going to go out. It's not really on a limb, but this is my thoughts. We're, we're going to see a repeat of Super Bowl one with KC. See, that, that's Packers, where I was pivoting to. And the Packers. That That's that's a thought that I have, and I, I, I really... Yeah, see, the NFC is weird. Like, I, I wouldn't say the Packers are going to make a run, because they're obviously 7-2. and two. They've had a couple bad losses, but... I wouldn't say there's anything that's like an outright flaw where it's like, hey man, if they just get this going, like for example, if Seattle gets a defense, wow, they could really make a run. Or if Tennessee's defense gets better, wow, they could really make a run. I I don't see a flaw with Green Bay, but I don't know. Uh, it's very interesting. In the AFC, there's a whole bunch of six and three teams that are all going. I think there's like four teams going there's for a lot. two spots. And the NFC, it's a little more clear. It's just kind of have to figure out. A, can the Bears turn around? I don't see that happening. I don't B, think so. are the Vikings going to be that surprise team like I said? Or C, are we just going to get three NFC West teams? Because I'm pretty sure we know that there's going to be two NFC South teams and the Bucks and, um, Bucks and um, Saints, one NFC East team with whoever the hell that is, and the Packers, and then at least two NFC West teams. So that's... That's six out of the seven. It's just kind of trying to figure out who that seventh team is. Yeah. And the AFC, there's, it's crazy. I mean, the Patriots kind of play their way back in. You got all those six and three teams, Browns, Dolphins, Raiders, Titans. I, I'm going to make a... I, Ravens. Did I say really, Ravens? You did. Raiders. Sorry. So the other are. But, yeah. And then, obviously, there's the Chiefs and Steelers who are, like, the front runners. So, like, the AFC is kind of, like, jam-packed. The NFC, you kind of know who's in there. It's just a matter of where they end up. I can't, I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on a prediction here. I I hope it's I hope it comes to fruition. I really do. The NFL is going to keep the seven team playoff structure after this year because it's going to be so successful with the amount of the extra game, extra game and extra team, whatever you want to call it, and it's going to be the the hype's going to be there. They're going to have a lot of yeah, I can see newer it. teams, if you will, or you know. Returning, however you want to look at it, but the fact that there's that extra team, it it's going to be great for ratings, I think, and it, I, I think they're going to keep it, and I hope they do because I I think it's hell of an, it's entertaining. It, it, it's interesting because I feel like that gives such an advantage to the number one seed that we're going to see. You know, if they keep this, there's going to be a lot more number one seeds making the Super Bowl because how many times do you see the one or two seed make the Super Bowl and the other ones don't? Is that what I guess? It just kind of comes down to, is that what the NFL wants, and to get an extra playoff team in, or do they want to kind of keep it traditional like they've had it? Uh, it it's just a matter. But to, you know, obviously, it's all about the ratings and the money. And if you get two extra playoff games, well, then get the number one seed and stop bitching, pretty much. Yeah. Um, we'll get into our bets in a minute. Anything else from last week? Not necessarily last week. Or but this I, upcoming week. That I just have I have two surprises that I wrote down that I, I was thinking about. Okay. I like surprises. Do you do you know off the top of your head 
all the all the quarterbacks we've touched on, all the names we've touched on. Uh huh. Do you know who's leading the league in passing yards right now? Uh, I do. Are you surprised by it? I'm not. Okay. Because I was very surprised by it. You want to tell the the viewers or no one's viewing he, us, the he, listeners? He, he's a man out of Buffalo. His name is Josh Allen. Um. I guess I'm kind of surprised, but he had a really good start to the year. When I th- I'm kind of surprised because he does a lot of rushing yards, that's, too. That's my thought. When I when I hear Josh Allen, I think running quarterback. I think a lot of rush yards. I think he's very mobile. I don't picture him as throwing the league leading in passing yards. And I, I, When only, I saw that, I was very surprised. The only uh, uh, asterisk I'll throw up is that they have, they have not, not had, had a buy yet. I, I am aware of that. They have that this week. I yep. was also thinking that myself. Yeah, so there's four teams on a buy this week. Next week, you get the three games on Thanksgiving, so no one has a buy. And then week 13, uh, it's the Bucks and someone else. Get, there's only two teams on a buy. So after week 13, it'll be interesting to kind of see everything because then everyone's played the same amount of games. Everyone's played 12 games. You're at that three-quarter pull. Coming down the home stretch, December football, and you can kind of see how everything's shaping up with obviously each week you see more how everything's shaping up, but from your point, your standpoint, you know, the the yardage leaders, the uh MVP race and all that stuff. What's your second surprise? Not a surprise, it's more of a comment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when was the last time that there was a Minus the third games, when was the last time that the NFL had any good games on Thanksgiving? I know we do Detroit every year. I know we do Dallas every year. I know it's un-American to bet against those teams every year. I get it. You kidding me? How much money they against betting are, against Detroit? Let me tell you something. That, that I'm looking at the games on Thanksgiving this year. You have Houston and Detroit. It's atrocious. I can't even... I would rather eat a turkey's ass than watch that game. And then you have to follow that up with even worse and have the Washington, whatever the hell they are, and the Cowboys. Those are your two Thanksgiving games. Thank God they are saving Baltimore and Pittsburgh. They salvaged the day to a degree, yet everybody's going to be asleep by that point. Do those four teams have as many wins as Pittsburgh? No. Dallas has two. Yes. Washington has two. Houston has two, two, and Detroit has four. So, yes, they have ten. Technically, they have oh, one I th- more. I, th- I thought Detroit might have three. They technically have one more than, this, than the Steelers combined. Congrats. But it, I... No, Detroit has three. Oh, Ryan. L- listen to Ryan turning the page. He's got notes. Detroit has four wins. They have the same record as the Vikings? They do. Huh. I think Detroit is four and six, if I'm not mistaken. But I'm pulling it up. Please do. Not to say I don't believe you. I just don't I have it written down for our over unders. I have I've been keeping track. I so. just don't believe <laughs> that. Keep talking, Ryan. I don't want dead air on the pod. But no, I mean I mean real real <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I I just I couldn't. I would you know I always look forward to Thanksgiving. It's a time with my family. I love to watch the you know good. Food day, there's always a spread. I remember as a kid, all the games. I remember... They are the, four and five. I, Sneaky freaking Lions. I remember the games that... like the, I remember watching the Dolphins and the Leon Lett game. And like the fun games that just happened. And now when the Cowboys are relevant. Now they're garbage. And I just... I don't understand 
maybe a new tradition is in, in order or something. Like I, I don't, I don't know, but it's just terrible. You know, you know, it's, if they take them out of this spot, they're never they'll, coming they'll, back. I get they'll, that. They'll be good again, and then <laughs> they'll be saying, "Why did you put the you know pick two teams, the Packers and the Browns in here? They stink now, or whatever." I mean, you don't buck tradition. I get it. Yeah, but it, it's bad. It's All right. bad. All right. Sorry, We've been rambling. That's my comment enough. We've been rambling on and on. Let's get into week 11. So before we jump into week 11, even though Dan's not here, we did give Dan a segment to record his picks. So for those of you that are following Dan's picks, which it's tough for me to say this, but are better than my picks, so far this year, we're going to play Dan's picks. We're going to come back, react to them. And then make our own picks, as we always do. So take a quick break, we'll play dance picks, and we will be back right after that. Okay, guys, Rambler here. Uh, obviously, I wasn't able to make the podcast this week, so uh, our good friend Ryan subbing in. Wanted to make sure I got my picks in this week. After coming off a 2 and one week last week, where I also hit my parlay, the only loss, which I believe Kevin and I both had, was... Uh, Cincinnati to cover that seven. How wrong were we on that one? Uh, looking to bounce back to go 3-0 and this week. I love my bets. Let's get to it. First bet of the weekend. Give me the Atlanta Falcons uh, plus five at the Saints. So you're telling me I have the Falcons who have won three out of the last four after firing head coach Dan Quinn versus Jameis Winston leading the Saints team, and I'm getting five points? I'll take Atlanta. Drew Brees is the engine that runs that team. We all know what Jameis is prone to do at quarterback. First quarterback in NFL history last year to throw 30 touchdown passes and 30 interceptions in the same year. Um, there's a prop bet this weekend going around for him to throw a pick six. So that's what the uh, the odds makers are saying. Atlanta's running a little hot right now despite their record. Three out of the last four since firing the coach. Coming off a bye. Hopefully Calvin Ridley is back in the lineup this weekend to compliment Julio Jones on the outside. Not saying Atlanta's going to win, but five points with a division rival. Give me Atlanta, plus five. Next, KC, minus seven and a half. Revenge time. You don't think that Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and the rest of the Chiefs circled this game after losing their first matchup of the season? And only loss of the season. I know this is a lot of points, but Patty and the boys are going to want to make a statement after losing to the Raiders at home earlier in the season. Nationally televised game, Sunday night football, which is typically where the biggest stars play their best. I like Kansas City to make a statement this weekend. Give me the Chiefs to cover 7.5 on Sunday night football. Third pick, Tennessee Titans plus 6.5. Again, I've been saying this all year. Baltimore can't win a big game. My God, they couldn't even beat the Patriots last week who had, who had to come from 10 points behind the prior week to beat the 0-8 Jets. Now they're favored by 6.5 at home against the team that beat them last year in the AFC Divisional. If you look at the quarterback matchups between Ryan Tannehill and Lamar Jackson, Tannehill has the better numbers through the air. Better completion percentage, more touchdowns, less interceptions. Lamar hasn't been able to put a team on his back and come from behind, especially when that means he has to throw the ball to do so. I think we're going to see a lot of Derrick Henry on the ground, which is going to limit possessions for Baltimore. I'm going to say that Tennessee covers 6.5. Give me Tennessee Titans on the road. Parlay this week, 
I'm taking the Minnesota Vikings minus seven and under 48 points. Minnesota defense looked outstanding on Monday Night Football, albeit against Nick Foles and the Bears. But look who they got this week, the hapless Cowboys. Minnesota has some players on offense. Dalvin Cook on the ground, Thielen and Justin Jefferson on the outside. You sprinkle in a little Kyle Rudolph. As long as Kirk doesn't turn the ball over, I think this should be an easy cover for Minnesota. The Cowboys side, we obviously know that their season it was over when the, their heart got ripped out, when Dak went down with the leg injury. And I really feel like this team has no identity, no leadership, and no chance this weekend. Dallas has covered only one game this year against the spread and has given up 32 points a game on defense. So I'm taking Minnesota to cover seven and under 48 points. Those are my bets. Uh, Good luck to you two fellas. Good luck to everybody listening. And uh, I look to be back next week. Talk to you later. All right. Thanks, Dan. Those were Dan's picks. Uh, Just to recap, Atlanta plus five. KC laying seven and a half. The Titans getting six and a half on the road in Baltimore. And then the Vikings laying seven and under 48 against Dallas. So those are Dan's picks. Uh, Ryan, as the guy who is hot this year, re- tell everyone what your record is. I'm 22-8, and eight, so a 73% clip. Which is uh, way higher than a break-even point that the professional gamblers aim for. Uh, then, Ryan has been sending me his picks this week, or this year, so uh, I can vouch that that is accurate. And then I'm 2-8 and eight with my parlays, so not as generous there, but that's okay. And parlays are like pizza money. We don't really... Uh, count them into our record. It's just for fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, even I'm 2 and in parlays and, uh, <laughs> you know, not so hot the rest of the way. But uh, I like my picks this week. I'm still waiting for that 3-0 week, and I'm running out of weeks, so this could be the first week. However, since you are the guest and you have the better win percentage, I'm going to let you go first. Ryan, kick us off with your first bet. I am going to start with one of Dan's picks. Uh-oh. Dan, Double best better. Dan likes, Heads up. Dan likes the Titans plus six and a half in Baltimore. I concur, sir. Titans plus six and a half. They're going to stop Lamar Jackson's run game. They're going to make him pass the ball. Derrick Henry's going to be in this game and control the clock running the ball. I think it's a it's going to be a, a time kind of... Possession? Thank you. A possession kind of game. Give me the Titans plus six and a half. How about this? I also have one of Dan's picks as my first pick. And we agree. I am taking the Atlanta Falcons as well, plus five, against the Saints. I mean, Dan obviously touched on it. No Drew Brees. Falcons coming off a bye. Division game. I feel like the Falcons always give the Saints a game, no matter where the game is, no matter how bad or good each team is. And they won't be intimidated playing in the Superdome when there's no fans. So the Saints home field advantage takes a hit. Uh, I like the Falcons playing hot under Raheem Morris. And I don't know if I trust Jameis. Too hot and cold, too many points. I might sprinkle a little bit of money on the Falcons' money line, but uh, I'll definitely take them with the five points on this podcast. 
Ryan, what is your second pick? Well, let me just touch on I will concur with that. I was shaking my head yes when we were listening to Dan's pick, and I now you seconded it. I will throw it as a third. Well, it's not one of my best bets, but I will agree with you, gentlemen. Uh, my second, we're 1-0 on triple best bets this year. We are. We are I wish actually. you were on it. We don't talk about our picks. We say this every week. So I honestly have no idea what Ryan's about to say next, and I didn't listen to Dan's pod picks until you guys just listened to Dan's pod pick. Pod. Say that three times fast. Dan's pods. Dan's Dan's pod picks. <laughs> Throwing in way too many S's. Anyway, Ryan, before I say other things that don't make sense, what's your second pick? Well, I'm just going to say we, we will not have a, a three uh, three best bet this week. We already discussed, discussed it. So um, my second best bet, we're going to Indianapolis. And we are going again with a road team. I'm taking the Packers plus the one and a half. Oh, I saw it back up to two. Oh, I'll take it at two if you want to give it to me at two. I'm giving it to you at two because someone else might be taking it at two. Okay, Uh, so uh, that's even better for me. Indianapolis, they played their tails off against the Titans last week. Uh, The the Packers are just a better team. I I told you earlier, I think they're going to be in the Super Bowl. They're a better team. Indianapolis, they're a good team. They're not there yet. I, I, how they're how Green Bay is getting points in this game, I don't understand. But thanks, I'll take them. Ryan, this is actually my second best bet, and I just want to uh, elaborate on those points. So, this is a total total market overreaction both ways. We already talked about how that Colts win on Thursday night, which is a primetime game that everyone saw, was a little bit fraudulent because of the uh, special team gaffes of the Titans. So, there's that aspect in the Colts. And then everyone saw the Packers not look so sharp against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So uh, I feel like this is, uh, and the and the Jaguars had a punt return for a touchdown in that game, and I think another turnover for a score. The Packers should or, have lost that game. The the they had two uh, rushing touchdowns brought back on penalties. The Jaguars. So trust me, I know I have the running back as my running back oh, in fantasy. Yes. Well, so. they definitely had. Um, <laughs> Uh, Cole, what's his name? Keenan. Keenan Cole. Yeah, Keenan Cole returned a punt for a touchdown. Uh, so, so that's three return or three touchdowns overturned. So, they definitely should have lost that game. But yeah, so I feel like overreaction both ways. I don't trust Philip Rivers in a big spot. I, I talk about that pretty much every week on this pod, uh, and I don't understand why the Packers are getting points playing in Indy indoors. Like, I don't know. You always hear about dome teams going outside. I get that. Outside teams going into domes. Yeah. Uh, we, we talked about this. I feel like the Packers are a little uh, underrated. Uh, people are sleeping on them. And you don't usually see them put up two poor games in a row. So they'll be focused this week coming off a, a lackluster performance against the Jags. Give me the pack. With you, Ryan. Plus two. two. Join me. So... I have two double best bets, and you have a double best bet with Dan. I do. And I swear we don't talk about this. If you have my third game, I'm going to actually be really surprised. But go ahead. Tell me what your third game is. I am going with another dog. So am I. Oh, my God. I am going against a team that does not have a name. I will never (laughs) bet on that team in my life. They got two wins. Come on. Cincinnati plus one, give it to me all day. Joe Burrow's gonna shit all over that defense. 
and it, it it's not even going to be close. Bengals in a rout, in my opinion. Give me the one. I'll take it. I would have taken it if I was giving seven. I, I just I think this is a sham of a game, and I, I like Burrow. I really do. He had a rough game last week, but he did play. What he, 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 he did play the Steelers, so you know I, I we'll give him a a gift there. But it I don't understand this line, but yeah, give me the point. Okay. There's something I was going to say, and I forgot what I was going to say now. Oh, let's. I hope since he blows them out so that they come in all fat and happy next week against the Giants and fall flat on their face. But I, I don't hate the pick. I, I don't know what the, the, the dubs, I still can't call them the Redskins, but <laughs> the dubs are doing. I just call them the Washington no-names. Just call the Washington Generals. Uh, shout out Harlem Globetrotters. What team did this the Bengals lose to last week? Pittsburgh. The 9-0, and we don't know how to rate them Steelers. Well, speaking of Pittsburgh, Ooh. that's where I take my third pick of the week. However, I'm not taking the Steelers, Ryan. I'm taking the Jacksonville Jaguars, now up to 10 and a half. Classic, classic flat spot for the Steelers coming off a nice division win nice blowout against the Bengals got the Ravens coming up at home on Thursday night short week Thanksgiving this is what the Steelers do we all saw how flat they looked in Dallas the week before or two weeks ago now I guess and the Jags with Luton are 2-0 against the spread hung in there with the Packers could have beat the Texans with a two-point conversion play and I just think this is twofold, right? Way too many points. Steelers in a really bad spot. And the Jags looking frisky with Luton at quarterback. So give me the Jags getting 10.5 at home against the Steelers. I will say for our listeners, I have been profusely nodding the entire time that Kev was talking. I couldn't agree more with this pick. 10.5 is a big number. And I I don't... I mean, even if the Steelers get up... Uh, let's pick some numbers here. 31-13. Garbage time. You can get a touchdown and still cover. Yeah. And I mean, how hard is the Steelers' defense going to be going at 31-13 or whatever the score may be? 34-17. You know, pick a number. The backdoor cover is open. And, you know, God, if the Jaguars can get up 7 nothing. No, that's not going to be enough, but uh, it'll be a good start. Uh, that's just way too many points. I agree. So many possibilities. I concur with your All assessment, right, Ryan, sir. What is your parlay? I can't believe I'm saying this. The New York Giants and the over against the bye week. <laughs> I would love that pick, but I don't have it. Okay. We did not... This was a gigantic topic you guys taught, touched on last week. We didn't touch on it once the entire pod. Going for two? I'm going no, I'm Anthony going Anthony Lynn? I'm going to touch on it. There you go. Oh, chargery things. Are talking about chargery things, Kev. We are talking about chargery things. Oh god, please don't tell me you're taking the Chargers. Give me the New York Jets. Okay. Plus eight and a half. Oh my goodness. And I'm going over forty seven. It's gonna be a shootout. It's going to be a lot of points, and I'm taking the extra on my side of it. 
Jets minus or excuse me, Jets plus eight and a half over forty seven. Chargery things will happen. Obviously, I haven't even looked at this game, but <laughs> who's quarterbacking for the Jets? Is Flacco back? It as far as I know, Flacco will be quarterbacking. As far as I know, as of the, the other Jet, day. The Jets had a bye last week, right? They played Monday night against New England and then they had a bye. They did. I thought the Jets actually looked decent when they had three receivers in there with Flacco. Now, maybe that was just, you know, the stars aligning and they'll be back to, you know, garbage this week. But with Mims, Crowder, and Perryman, you know, respectable receivers. That I don't. It might have been the first time all three have been in the field. I know Mims has been battling injuries all year. Crowder has been out the past couple of weeks. So has Perryman, actually. Yeah, I was so say, they've I, all been in and out. I don't know. Maybe that gives them some semblance of... An offense or a pass game, at least. We'll see. Yeah, I charge. We haven't. That, that, that was. Uh, I'm pretty sure that was the first sample size of all three of them out there. They're they're running out of time to get their one and only win this year, in my opinion. Which so, I think would back the Jaguars into that first overall pick, but I think it comes down to strength of schedule or strength of victory or one of those other crazy tiebreakers. So. To be determined. All I know is the Giants will not be in there. The Giants went from drafting like third, and then they got one win, and now I think if the draft started today, they'd be drafting 10th. It's crazy what one win will do. And when they win the division, they'll be drafting 20th. <laughs> anyway. I don't know how I feel about that pick. I'll be honest with you. It's okay. It's I, a parlay. That's that's where I have my Yeah, fun. I mean, I, I I'm, just, I'm just hands off with, with the Jets and the Chargers. I mean... I just can't believe the Chargers are laying eight and a half to anybody. But I forget, I guess... are the Chargers on your list of do not bet teams? Is that, is that one of your teams? Or yes, no? Chargers, Bears, and Falcons. There you go. And what was my first pick tonight? Falcons. God, where's Dan? <laughs> Dan was supposed to remind me of these things that... Tisk tisk. And I, it was so funny. Um, I can't remember what it was. A couple of weeks ago, he said that to me. He's like, didn't you say you never bet on? And I can't remember which team it was. And sure enough, that, that team lost. It was the Rams. You bet them like four weeks in a row or something like that. I can't remember. I don't think it was the Rams. Maybe or, it was the Rams. Or, yeah, you either bet on oh, I think them I bet or the, against I them. I think it was that Rams-Niners game where the Rams came out and got destroyed. Anyway, uh, my parlay is the Kansas City Chiefs laying 7.5, just like Dan said. Uh, Andy Reid is 27-5 and all-time off of a bye and 22-10 and against the spread. That's just Andy Reid off a bye. Dan talked all about the revenge factor and, uh, you know, they had this game circled. I can't see the Chiefs going 0-2 against the Raiders in the division. I think this is going to get out of hand. I like the over 56 because I think the Chiefs might throw up 38 and that means the Raiders would only need 20, 19 to be exact. Uh, so give me the Chiefs and the over 56 and a half. Uh, I know it's in Vegas, but it's not like that's bad condition. So, uh, focus Chiefs team, Andy Reid off a bye. Vegas is coming off a big win too. So they're, you know, I mean, I granted they're, they played the, the, uh, Broncos, but you know, they, yes, they, they did look they very good. Of, last... They took care of business last week. So I, yeah, I could see, speaking I could see of which with game. the Broncos arrow trending pretty hard in the down direction, I think we'd both agree there. I'm surprised there's no Dolphins love. Do you have something against betting your team? I don't. I I, it, you can, I bet them last week. Um, you can 
double check me, but I, check I, feel the like, text. I feel like I've, I've bet him a couple, I have it written down somewhere. I, I just feel like I've bet him a couple times, but th- this week, what was the, I forget what the number was. It's, I think it's three and a half. I'm not upset with it. But, it's, it's in it's in Denver. And I almost, That's the only thing that concerned and me. And I almost feel like, as a fan, I almost feel like a, a letdown game or a, a brain fart game, if you will, is due. And if that is the case, I hope it happens this week and not next week against the Jets. Because I will lose my shit if they get beat <laughs> by the Jets. So... I'm just I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure about I'm 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 still positive I still think they'll win I don't I don't know if I like the number that's kind of what I'm getting at yeah laying three and a half on the road in Denver which isn't the easiest place to play and I don't know what the weather is going to be like I haven't looked that far ahead I thought about the game too I laid off of it another game I considered was the Bucks because I say this every week. If you pressure Jared Goff, you know in the first five minutes that he's just not there mentally, and he's it's just going to be a long night for him. And I feel like the Bucks will get pressure, and then he's just going to have that blank Jared Goff look, like ah shit, they're going to hit me tonight. I'm not, I'm not up for this. So I considered the Bucks, um, you know, Eagles, Browns. What other games did we talk about? Lions, Panthers, too, just too much. Patriots, Texans, I consider the Pats, but I don't want to overreact to the one win. They're I, on the road. I don't trust them either. I was I was looking at the schedule, Kev, and I saw the Patriots and Texans, and I was reminded of four years ago. Oh, God. <laughs> in in Vegas. With a guy named Jacoby Brissett. With a guy heard named of. Jacoby Brissett, and we, the entire lot of us bet against the Patriots. And I actually wrote, bet the Pats. Don't follow suit. Bet the Pats, bet the Pats, bet the Pats. Not a best bet, not a bet at all, realistically. But if I were to pick that game, gun to my head, I'm picking the Patriots. That's what I was going to do, but I mean, the Patriots, I, I I still don't trust them. I agree with you. I completely agree. I did write down, That's- this side note, I wrote down plus 350 money line on the Jets this week. Oh, so I'm just... Chargery things, you never know. Yeah. I just saw it on there that I had it written down, so I had to throw it out there. But yeah, I, I, I don't like, I mean, I like... Uh, it's, it's a zigzag league, man. You got to know when to zig when everyone else yeah. is zagging. And sometimes you look like a fool if you zig a, a week early, and right. then other times you look like a genius. So. Dan touched on Minnesota. I like that pick. I like your 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 Chiefs pick. Um, I like your Jacksonville pick. That was another. I I would stay away from the Philly Cleveland game because, like I said, I think it's going to be a Cleveland. I'm away. done trying to figure out Philly. But, I yeah. And then the Detroit Carolina game. I wrote no one cares. So yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> so I wouldn't bet. I wouldn't bet. I don't that know either, if Teddy Bridgewater is going to play. I don't know if Stafford's yeah, going to play. Who knows? Could be Jeff Driscoll versus. I don't even know who the Carolina back quarterback is. I couldn't even tell you. Me neither. I, I couldn't. He had some snaps last week. Whoever he was. Anyway, uh, that's all we got for this week. We got all three picks in. Everyone enjoy the games. Enjoy the weekend. Ryan, thanks for filling in. Thank you. And uh, everyone enjoy the weekend. We'll talk to you next week.